This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 56. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thank you for showing up today, everybody. We have an excellent show today. First up, we've got an interview with the founder of Tiller, Peter Polson. Tiller is a customizable money management tool that harnesses the power of Google Sheets. You know that little company, Google? Yeah, I think they're, they're up and coming right now. I don't know if you've heard of them. Anyway, Peter and I talk about the importance of monthly cash flow planning today and how Tiller, his company, makes that process simple, easy, and fun. Yes, I did say fun. Budgets are fun. (laughs) If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I attribute the majority of our family's financial success to our monthly budget parties. So it's no surprise I'm interested in chatting with somebody who feels the same way. Peter is a family man, a financial success, and he's followed his passion to help other families do the same. After my interview with Peter, we're going to be highlighting another money master of the week. This is someone who's crushing it with their finances and planning for their future. But first up, let's learn how to control our money and boost our net worth with the founder of Tiller, Peter Polson. How's it going, Peter? Ah, great, Andy. It's good to be with you. Excellent. Well, Peter and I have uh, just uh, escaped the excitement of FinCon 17 and have hidden ourselves away in a little room here in order to have a quiet conversation about a really exciting uh, company that Peter's put together. Can you tell us a little bit about Tiller? Sure. So Tiller Money is uh, a service focused on making it really easy to manage your finances in a spreadsheet. We automatically pull our customers data from all their linked accounts, credit, checking, mortgage, student loan into a spreadsheet and give them helpful templates to get started and uh, make it really easy for them to manage their money there. Excellent. So walk us through the typical process of somebody visiting Tiller and then, you know, beginning the process with you guys. How does it all work? Sure. Well, you know, customers come to us. We have some customers who have long been using spreadsheets to manage their finances and, uh, and as a surprising number of, of people who uh, fit that category, we can talk about that. Uh, others have come to us because they are frustrated that they're using some other tool and it, it charts their finances this way and forces them to budget that way and they want to do it a different way. And so they, they come to Tiller really seeking flexibility and control and that's what spreadsheets can offer in a way that other, other services just can't. So they come to Tiller and their first step is to link all of their accounts. They can link, as I mentioned, checking, credit card, student loan, mortgage. Average customer has, uh, it's surprising, but when you think about it, how many accounts you have, a typical customer will have five, six, seven accounts. We have some with dozens uh, and some with just one or two, but you link your accounts so that you can have all your relevant financial data. And then the next step is create your first spreadsheet with Tiller. Right now we're built on Google Sheets. We'll be offering other options as well. And so, We'll help you build your first Google Sheet. You can choose from one of our templates, a budgeting template, a net worth template, and we'll pull all of your data into that template, create a spreadsheet, and keep that spreadsheet updated every day. 
Excellent. So once you connect your accounts, that is a one-time thing and it's always connected. How does that work from there? Yeah, that's right. So once you've linked your accounts, they're, they're always going to be connected. And every day, Tiller will pull data from those accounts, transactions and balances, and feed those into your spreadsheet. And that's the part that's automatic and frankly takes the hassle out of using a spreadsheet. Okay, great. So if I'm looking to check on where I am budget-wise, do I need to always bring up my laptop and do that? Do you guys do something on the mobile side? How does that work? Sure. So as I mentioned, uh, today our first service is built around Google Sheets. And so you Google Sheets, honestly, the best experience is in a browser, any browser, uh, on a on a laptop or desktop, and you can pull that up and access Google Sheets. The nice thing is it's cloud-based, so you can access it from any device or any computer. Uh, you, there's also, Google Sheets has a great mobile app, but I will say that if you're really trying to get into the data and work with it, there's nothing like a, a laptop or a desktop. But if you want to take a quick peek and you're on the road, sure, you can open up on your phone and, uh, and use a Google Sheets uh, mobile app and, and see your data that way. Too. You sound like one of these hardcore spreadsheeters yourself. So talk to us a little bit about who these, who, who this, who these group of people are. <laughs> who are these spreadsheet users? <laughs> it's interesting because, so we've done some research of households in the U.S. over $25,000 of household income and, and, and more. Uh, one in five use a spreadsheet as their primary workflow for managing their money, which is uh, really a surprising number of, of people. And what's interesting is when you talk to these people, some of them have relationships with their spreadsheets that are five or 10. I was talking to a user down in our FinCon booth today, and he's, his spreadsheet has been his touchstone for his life decisions for the last 20 years. Wow. His name's Vince. And, and he just wanted to tell us all about that. And he's now a Tiller customer as well, too. But what's also interesting is I think that many of these people think, I'm sure there's some tool I should be using but the spreadsheet just works for me. And, I, and we see part of our role here at Tiller not only making spreadsheets easier, but also legitimizing spreadsheets. It's like, no, if you've been using a spreadsheet and it works, you're not doing something backwards. There's probably not some other tool that works. Spreadsheets work really well because you can actually make them reflect how you think about your finances and your goals and your workflow in the same way that if you and I are taking notes on a sheet of paper, your notes are gonna look very different than mine. And, uh, and the, the, our spreadsheets, the, the, our customer spreadsheets all end up looking quite different uh, and reflect how they're, how they're, what they're trying to get out of that spreadsheet. Well, let, let's talk about that. You talked about the customization. That's why people really like Tiller. So what, what can people customize that make it, to make it their own? Sure. So uh, if you're starting with Tiller right now, let's say you're picking a, a budgeting uh, a budgeting template. We have a tiller budget template that we think is a, uh, it's a template we've built that has a, uh, a really good workflow. We have a, uh, a template from a couple other partners as well. Uh, and we, uh, that reflect their point of view on budgeting, but so, so let's say, let's start there. Uh, and a lot of customers will start there. Uh, they might use a tiller budget template. And then as they go, they realize, you know what? I actually, uh, I want to do things a little bit differently, and I'll I'll tell you uh, one example. As a uh, we one of our customers, Andrew, he budgets by looking at each paycheck as a separate worksheet, mm -hmm. and he actually so his spreadsheet has a bunch of sheets within it. For each paycheck, he creates a new sheet, and he tracks the burn down of his paycheck mm -hmm. on that sheet, and so he can see okay. I received my paycheck. I'm putting this aside to savings and this to 401k and this to the mortgage and this to the uh, this expense and that expense. And he 
budgets down for his given paycheck. And so that at the end of the month, at the end of the pay period, he's down to uh, uh, zero or something greater than zero. And with his next paycheck, it's a new sheet. And that's a completely different workflow. Honestly, you can't find that workflow on any tool out there. And that's a workflow that works for him. And it was easy for him to create because he had his data in a spreadsheet. That data is updated every day. And so he could create this workflow with, uh, uh, and he's someone who's a, who's a little bit comfortable with spreadsheets. So he could, with a few simple formulas, he created this workflow and it, and it works and it, it sticks for him. Other users, they just want to use our, our workflow and our budget template and, and stick with that. Cool. Uh, but, but again, it's your data is there. And so if you're ever curious, like, hmm, I'm curious to just chart how my spending for eating out has compared with my spending for gear over the last 18 months since... Uh, since we had our first kid, that data is all there and it's a spreadsheet and it's so easy to just whoop, whip that up and put it out there. That's great. And then you also have uh, net worth uh, templates as well. We have a net worth template as well. That's right. And it allows you to aggregate in again, all your, all your accounts. So you can actually see your, your assets and your liabilities. You can put your 401k and your brokerage and checking, but also on the liability side, your credit card, mortgage, uh, uh any loans you have, you can also enter uh, uh, accounts that aren't linked as well. So if you think about a, a household that may own a home, they're going to have uh, some savings accounts and maybe a mortgage, but they can also manually enter the value of the house. They can manually enter any other assets they have in there as well too. And they can see their their net worth in a simple dashboard. Again, it's updated every day and it's a, it's a great place. Frankly, that net worth template is a really... Uh, Tracking one's net worth is something that a lot of people do in a spreadsheet. Now, Tiller makes it easy to have that automated. And that's a, that's a really uh, interesting and simple use case. It doesn't require, once you've set it up, it's just there. And it's always updated. And if you want to know, hey, do I have, am I doing better this month than I was last month? You can open up your dashboard and see. Can you tell everybody, uh, I know you and I are probably talking to it, talking in a little fishbowl ourselves here, but tell everybody why it's important to track your net worth. What has that done for you in your life, I guess? Sure, right. Well, so if big picture, uh, first, one of the tenets of Tiller is we feel that if you're in control of your uh, money, you're better in control of your future. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would actually say the most important thing to track is spending. And if you ask someone walking down the street, uh, and I actually do this regularly given my work, uh, but uh, do you know what you, where you make your money? And most people have a can answer that with fair precision. I don't really care about the answer. I'm just curious, can you actually answer that question? You don't need to, but can you answer it? Uh, and they can say, yeah, I, I make my money. I know the sources of my money. Maybe it's a paycheck, maybe a side hustle. And and then can you actually spell out where you spend your money? And at that point, most people go blank. And they mm-hmm. it's a pretty uncomfortable question. And what's interesting is that's true across across uh, across classes. Uh, for people who are deeply in debt and for people who have so much that it, they don't really, doesn't matter, uh, it's still unsettling not to know where they spend their money. And and so getting into the details of where is my money actually going is is incredibly important for giving people a sense of control. And uh, and we feel that's that's sort of a foundational tenet. Net worth is also it's also valuable because it's helpful to know again if if I'm whether I'm in debt or whether I have some uh, net savings. My hope is in five or 10 years, I'm going to be in a better place. Now, I I don't personally believe you should get caught up in the fluctuations of the stock market from week to week or month to month. But I do believe 
that you should be pay attention to, am I paying down my debt, if I have any, and am I putting more money into my long-term savings brokerage, those accounts? And that's what a, a, a net, worth dashboard, uh, net worth dashboard can uh, be helpful with. And I think, again, that's a really great sit, way to check in on, am I making progress? Yeah, that, that's, a great, <clears throat> that's a great way to gauge how you're doing overall financially. My, uh, a quick story, my wife and I, um, we were you know, just recently married. We were both making you know, some good money together. We're making over over $100,000. You know, we thought we were rich, right? We, we, we decided that we were going to have some kids and, you know, uh, move, move forward with that and, and kind of, uh, you know, think outside of ourselves and think about our family's future. So we said, well, you know, we think we're doing pretty well, but maybe we need to investigate that a little bit more. So we started, you know, reading some books on personal finance and, you know, watching some TV shows. We caught that uh, Susie Orman show and, sure. and one of her segments is, how am I doing? And it's that... Uh, you know, net worth uh, opportunity. Somebody spills all their beans about how they're doing in life, and they talk about net worth, and uh, that got that got us thinking about net worth. And, and you know, quickly we realized uh, after we did the calculation, we had a, a negative net worth of negative fifty thousand dollars. So we were not rich. We were not doing everything well. But that actually became a barometer for us uh, for where we needed to go as a couple and move things forward. So we've been tracking our net worth ever since that moment. And it's really helped us to know that we're on a, a good trajectory moving our family forward and you know trying to trying to strengthen our family tree. So I, I love that you guys have that as a template because that becomes an important barometer for people uh, in their future success. So uh, I love it. Absolutely. No, and it's the same. And we have a net worth template that we check uh, and we look at. And it has, you know, we... We are a homeowner. We have a 401k. We have some savings. Uh, we also have a mortgage. We have, you know, and so there's a there's a bunch of pieces of, uh, uh, in both sides of that ledger, and it's really helpful for us to see. Okay, our our mortgages. We're slowly uh, working that down, and and here here are all the different pieces, and and it is a frankly a sense. You know, you can be working hard at a goal, uh, and in the weeds thinking about where am I with the spending this week or the spending this month, but to actually step back and we do it, you know, three, four times a year and to see, are we actually making progress? And that's a very satisfying feeling. I know you, you, uh, you mentioned on the drive here, you're, you were recently, uh, running a marathon and, yeah. and you know, that's a goal you work towards and, and you can be training and running every day. And then when you step back and you've actually realized, wow, I've trained for this and I, I, ran that marathon, you actually had that moment to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I made progress in something that was important for me. And I think that's, that again is, I, I don't think it's healthy to look at a net worth and get too tied up in the fluctuations with the market, right. but to see as the money moving from the right accounts to the right accounts. And over time, that regardless of market, over time, that's going to accrue to your benefit. That's, that's a, uh, uh, again, to, and why is that important? Because it's putting you in control and it's giving you control over your future and some of the things you might want to do, whether that's putting money towards your retirement or towards a financial goal, it's putting you in control. Hey, everyone, just a quick break to let you know about a free new guide that I've developed called How to Start a Blog in 10 Easy Steps. This is a step-by-step -step process for getting your blog started in about 15 minutes. Starting a blog has opened up so many doors of opportunity for me and has allowed me to truly follow my passion. If you're interested in starting a blog today, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash start a blog or click on the how to start a blog icon on the right side of my website. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash start a blog. 
Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. Let's get back to our chat with the founder of Tiller, Peter Paulson. Yeah, and when you're in control of your money, you can control your life. So, yeah, right. absolutely. So, yeah. I'm going to ask you something. Yeah. I have <laughs> been a hardcore mint guy for five years. I'm looking to be convinced today. You know, I, I talk about mint and the benefits of that. I would love to, you know, just tell me how you differentiate from a tool like that. Great. Okay. Well, first of all, I would say that if you have a tool that's working really well for you, stick with it because. We've also done the research, and it's a minority of people in the U.S. who actually have a, have a system and a tool that works. So I would say, honestly, it's in no service to you if you have something that's working well to, to give it up. But you ask a great question. So Mint versus Tiller, why would someone make the change? We actually see a lot of people who are coming to us from Mint, and there are a couple things that frustrate them. One is Mint has an approach to categories, which is we're going to auto-categorize everything, for you. And, and there's a couple challenges with it. One is it tends to detach people from the details because uh, it helps, it focuses them on the big picture, but not on what's actually happening at the transaction level. Second, it gets a number of them wrong. And that can be really frustrating. It's several clicks to actually correct and try to retrain Mint when it has an expense categorized one way and it should be another. That grates on people. I'm, I'm a, I've used Mint in the past. That graded on me. And frankly, was one of the inspirations for, for Tiller. And, and so we have a totally different approach to categories. We actually ha- uh, make it really easy to manually categorize. And that was where we started. And we're introducing a, a, a new tool to let people create their own rules for categorizing. But we don't try to guess. And I think that's really important, too, because, for example, I may be going to the coffee shop one day and it's eating out with my, uh, with my wife and kids and I may be going the next day and it's a business meeting. It's the same expense, a different category. And so really putting people in control of that I think is important. The other challenge with Mint is it has a certain approach to budgeting and that may work for some people. But again, going back to notebooks, right? You, the way you take notes is different than mine and if we were both given a, a pre-filled uh, sheet of paper to take notes on with one of these lectures here at FinCon, it, it might work for somebody, but it might drive several people nuts. And And the challenge with a preset approach to budgeting is it's going to work for a few people, but a lot of people are like, oh, the chart does it this way and I re- really want to do it that way. And that's the benefit of a spreadsheet is you have the flexibility to do it your way. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is absolutely the other reason why people are coming and we, we see people coming to us from a tool like Min is they want... They want to be able to do it. There, 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 uh, there's workflows and, and parts of the system that, that drive them nuts, and they want to be able to do it their way, and, and a, flex, a spreadsheet gives them that flexibility. That's cool, and, and the control. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's your money. You want to be able to see it in the way you want to see it. That's so that, right. that seems to be a good way to do it. That's right, and it is, uh, you know, you can, if, if I, you've used Google Sheets a bit, I yeah. think. Okay, so 
So, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, uh, to be able to filter, throw out a pivot table, create a chart, to be able to, it's, uh, it's amazing when you can actually wrap your fingers around the data, it actually invites some exploration. And you may say, huh, I wonder, I wanna look at my, uh, I wanna look at the seasonality of my electric bill. And I can actually do a quick search and filter and pull out all those expenses and, and maybe I do it in that sheet or maybe I throw them into another sheet I create temporarily. But to actually wrap your fingers around that data is, is satisfying and it also promotes engagement. And again, when people are engaged, they tend to stick with it. And I will say that is the, the common theme when we talk to people who've been using spreadsheets long before Tiller came around. And it, when they have a spreadsheet that actually reflects how they, uh, their workflow and how they think about their money, it gets... They're in it all the time because it's it is their compass. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So one thing, um, one thing that I wanted to talk to you about is a little bit of, of about the security side of things. Right. So, you know, Equifax, Blunder, everything. You know, people are always concerned with providing their information or connecting accounts. How do you guys make people feel comfortable about the information that they're sharing with your company? Great. That's that is something that we care a ton about, and it's. Our first priority, honestly, is making sure that we uh, we are protecting and securing our customers' data. And I'll speak to both security and privacy. On the security side, um, we one of the ways we approach that is we've, we're um, sandwiched between two partners that have uh, um, a great track record in this space. Um, we uh, gather account data with a partner, Yodely. They provide the same service they're providing to Tiller to nine of the 15 largest U.S. banks and are regularly audited and trusted by the chief security officers of, of uh, those major U.S. banks. We're using them to get the account data. And we have read-only access. where There's nothing we can do to move money. We just have read-only access. Also, starting with Google Sheets as our partner on the, uh, on the Sheets side, Google has invested a ton into security around their G Suite platform, and uh, and we uh, we have a lot of respect for what what Google's doing to uh, to make their their uh, uh, Google Docs platforms. Yeah, they're just a little company, so they probably have something going on, right? <laughs> exactly, and it is honestly they are leading the way. Like what they're doing right now with two factor authentication, which we encourage every Gmail user to to be using, is is at the at the cutting edge of. Uh, of of uh, security around. Tell tell people what that is. So two factor authentication is a if you are signing into your Google Gmail account from a new computer or you haven't been on your computer recently, two factor says please provide the password, and then after you provide the password, it sends a a, a signal to you through some other network. So traditionally, that's been a text message to your phone uh, with a four or six digit code that you can enter in. They're actually uh, are finding that there are more secure ways than text messages. So Google has a, a new service called Google Prompt where it actually sends that code to your phone not using the text network but using a more encrypted secure network. So again, they, they're just sort of working to, uh, they're at the forefront of uh, security research uh, and innovation around this. Uh, there was actually a great New York Times article about this yesterday and, and the work Google is doing. And New York Times is a target in the newsroom. They use Google's platform. Uh, they use Google Docs and Google Sheets. And they are moving to this Google's new two-factor authentication protocols because they are threatened by state uh, state actors, uh, other countries that, that want to interfere with uh, the work they do. 
And so this is the most secure platform they could use. And so, wow, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, but I will say going back to, uh, so the other, the other side of the coin is privacy. And one of our core tenants is we also, we, the humans at Tiller, don't want to see the transactions and balances of Tiller users. And so we don't see the data. We don't, we don't use that data to advertise or, or promote things to our customers. We also, the humans don't see the data. Our support team never sees the data. If a customer wants to share their data, they actually have to physically share that Google Sheet with a person at Tiller. Otherwise, uh, we're not going to see transactions or balances. So privacy, in addition to security, but privacy is really important to us as well, too. Great. Well, you, you mentioned you don't share the information with uh, sponsors and advertisers. How, how does your revenue model work? Uh, how, how does it work? How do, how, do you, how do you people pay for your service or don't pay for your service? How does it work? Great question. So we it's a subscription service, and it's a monthly fee. Right now, it's $5 a month, and it's uh, we really wanted to make our users our customers. We wanted to generate the, the, our money from our users because that aligns us with their interests. So that's, that's how we make money, and that's it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, there's the other formats like, uh, you know, Mint that does the, you know, you're going to get a lot of credit card opportunities or um, Credit Karma, something like that. And then there's obviously the pay services. Uh, depending on what you're used to and what you like, uh, having the... I guess, unbiased opinion of uh, the company you're working with, as well as just the freedom of not seeing all those ads. It could be kind of a, a I guess, a more seamless experience, right? That, that's right. Exactly. And that's our, we really don't, we don't want to be pushing products to our customers that aren't going to be in their financial best interest. We're all about empowering them and putting them in control. And again, that's, that's why they come to us for the control and flexibility. So we, that revenue model aligns us with, with our users. Well, Peter, I had to speak to you because I am uh, a little bit of a budget nerd. So I wanted to spend some time with you. We were lucky enough to ride on the, uh, the train from the airport yesterday to the conference. So I really appreciated you taking some time out here actually to repeat the same conversation we had on the train, but then now record it. So uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to spending some more time with you here at the conference. Andy, thanks so much. It's great to chat today. I'm excited for your podcast and where you're going with it. And uh, really fun to have this conversation. Excellent. So tell people where to go to learn more about Tiller and to give it a shot. So uh, you can find Tiller on the web, Tiller Money. Our website is tillerhq.com and, and uh, you can sign up there. And if you have questions, we have a really great support uh, team as well. We have a chat icon. You can, you can reach out to us and would love to hear from listeners of your show. The first 30 days is free. You can sign up, try it, kick the tires, see if there's value there. If you have questions, definitely ask us for help. And we uh, uh, and let us know, frankly, that you found us on this podcast. Let us know any questions as well. Perfect. Yeah, I love making these connections. Thanks so much, Peter. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Yet another tool that will help you control your money instead of the other way around, my friends. We need to keep these dollars in line. If we don't pin them down, they will float away. Do you ever notice that? You get the big paycheck on Friday, and then you look back and wonder, how the heck did we spend all that money? Yeah, it's because we didn't tell our money what to do. It floated away. <laughs> I implore you to use some sort of budgeting system. Tiller sounds like a, a cre an, an incredible tool for those of us who like to be more in control of our money, to get our hands in there, customize and optimize. I signed up for a 30-day free trial 
as Peter mentioned at the end of the interview there. I'm going to give it a shot for this month and see how it works for me. Like Peter said during the conversation, you know, if you've been doing something for quite a while and it doesn't fit for you, no big deal. But I'm going to give it a shot. Nicole and I have been using Mint for over five years. Oh, I keep saying five years. Maybe it's been six now. We've been using it for a long time. Uh, There are lots of quirks about Mint that I really don't enjoy and that I'm kind of looking for with another budgeting system, but uh, it has been our steady eddy for quite a while now. We got a lot of historical data in there. So anyway, I'll give it a shot and uh, see where it goes. If you do decide to give Tiller a go, let me know what your experience was like, or if you're already a Tiller person or a Google Sheets person, I'd love to hear about it. So go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 56 and leave me a comment in the show notes. Now it's time to announce the Money Master of the Week. This story came in from Mr. Jamie Griffin, who blogs at mrjamiegriffin.com. Earlier this year, Jamie and his wife paid off $73,000 in student loans in just under four years. What an incredible victory for their marriage. Super cool. Jamie and his wife are teachers, so you know, they don't have, you know, gigantic salaries when they were clobbering this debt. So it's pretty, that's a pretty big deal. They worked diligently over that four years to completely rid themselves of these pesky loans. Super inspiring. I, I was reading this uh, article in US News and World Report. There are over 2.8 million people with student loan debt over the age of 60. That's right, over the age of 60. So that means. When, when you retire from work, you're still not done paying the money back that you originally took to get that job in the first place. It's, it's like a cycle of circle of madness. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> but Jamie and his wife will never be in this situation ever. It's all gone. Congrats. They attribute a lot of their success to, you guessed it, monthly budgeting, budgeting together, working together as a couple. And coincidentally enough, Jamie mentioned Google Sheets has has been a huge factor for them managing their money. So maybe he'd like Tiller. Who knows? I should hook Peter and uh, Jamie up for a chat. (laughs) Outside of budgeting, Jamie and his wife trimmed their spending, increased their incomes by taking second jobs at a uh, local restaurant. So they really were serious about this outside of teaching. They got some local jobs at our jobs at the local restaurant. Jamie was a bartender and his wife was a server. I mean, talk about dedication, talk about really clobbering these, the 73,000 and getting it out of your life. Anyway, your future looks super bright. My friend, Mr. Jamie Griffin, congratulations on your recent financial win and for being our money master of the week. If you want to read Jamie's article detailing how they paid off that 73K, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 56, and I've included it in my handy-dandy show notes. There you'll also find the other links and resources like Tiller that we mentioned earlier in the show. If you're looking to start a blog like Jamie and I, don't forget to check out my free guide on how to start a blog in 10 easy steps. Go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash start a blog. I will also put that in the show notes. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from William Penn. Patience and diligence, like faith, remove mountains. Let's remove some mountains from your life, everybody. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. 